0: In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. morning, everyone. Last week during the sermon, I was talking about food. and um, I'm going to talk about more food again. Don't, you know, just stay with me here. Um, it actually is relevant to the gospel. So, you know, when it comes to food, there's so many kind of delicious food. Last week I was talking about the Brazilian steakhouse thing. And then this week I will just say something totally opposite of that is, you know what the best kind of food is? Leftovers, right? Have you ever had like leftover cold pizza or leftover chicken wings or leftover whatever? Like you put, leftovers are good. Like I know people say leftovers, leftovers. No, leftovers are good. They're good because they still taste good and sometimes even better the next day. But also you know why leftovers are so good? It's because if you have to cook, it actually gives you a break. So leftovers are great because it actually tastes good and number two you don't have to cook the next day but leftovers are not good in one situation when is that left too, long. left too long or when you're inviting a guest that day a special guest like if you have leftovers and a guest is coming that night most likely you're not going to serve them the leftovers if you did that'd be kind of weird if it's a special, special, special guest, like you're inviting the bishop or the pope or whoever or somebody important in your life, and, or for that matter, anyone. Anyone coming over, you wouldn't give them leftover pizza. Or maybe you would, I don't know. But this brings up a great question today. And this is how it ties into the gospel. Do I offer God... Now, be honest here. Do I offer God my best... Or leftovers now I know that right away you're gonna say I offer God my best but let's go through together what an offering looks like but the question today for you and for me is do I offer God my best do I give him my first my best like do I offer him whatever he's the special guest of honor always in our house do I offer him the best or do I give him my leftover time or my leftover whatever before we get into the answering that question we have to look at the Old Testament for offerings. You know, in the Old Testament, there were offerings. I don't know if you noticed, there's a, there's a litany, there's a prayer called the Litany of Offerings. And it mentions three people. Okay, who are the three people that it mentions? There's a litany called the Litany of Offering or Sacrifice. Who are the three people that it mentions? Widow. Abel, Widow, and one more. What's my name? Abraham, thank you. <laughs> Abraham. So... Abel had a brother. What was his name? Cain. Just checking over here. Cain and Abel. They both offered something to God. But God only accepted Abel's offering. Why? Remember today we're answering the question, offering my best to God. But Cain and Abel, they're brothers. Cain offered something. Abel offered something. And God said, don't accept this one. I accept this one. Why did God accept Abel? Why his offering? Why is Abel's name in here and not Cain hmm what do you think why some people say Abel's offering was done from his what his heart so right away you know you can give whatever God you want give him whatever you want but it has to be from the heart Abraham offered something too what did Abraham offer his son Isaac his most precious thing in the world outside of his wife, of course, his most precious thing was Isaac. But to be honest with you, this is an example of offering something to God that's so difficult, so hard. It's a great sacrifice. Now, you don't have to offer your children, no. But you might have to offer something that it's hard for you to let go of. That's the offering of Abraham. The widow offered whatever she had and it was accepted. There was another offering today in the book of Hebrews, a guy named Melchizedek. Do you know who Melchizedek is? The first priest, but he offered something different. What did he offer? He didn't offer, like you know in the Old Testament they offered a lamb. He didn't offer a lamb, what did he offer? Melchizedek, do you mind know? Yeah, he did bread and wine. He offered bread and wine. What does that symbolize? What does that symbolize? So that was way ahead of time. Melchizedek actually symbolizes Christ offering the communion, the bread and wine, the body and blood. That was early. So we have that offering. Okay. Now I want you to turn to one more offering in Malachi. Open up your Bibles with me. Let's open up together. This is is interactive as we always do. Malachi chapter 1, verse 8. Malachi. I want you to see another offering another offering that was done in the Old Testament here Malachi it's the last book in the Old Testament chapter 1 verse 8 Malachi 1 8 listen to this this is an offering tell me what you think about this offering and when you offer the blind as a sacrifice is it not evil and when you offer the lame and sick is it not evil? Offer it then to your governor. Would he be pleased with you? Would he accept you favorably? Says the Lord of hosts. So in verse 8, what kind of offering were they making? What do you think? What kind of offering was, was so far? Was it a good offering? Was it a good offering? It was, it was a blind, you know the animal? It was an animal that was blind. It was an animal that was sick. He said, here God, Take this. Go to verse 13. This gets even worse. And you bring the stolen, the lame, and the sick. Thus you bring an offering. Should I accept it from your hand? Says the Lord. So we see clearly we definitely need to offer to God our best. Not our leftovers. We have to offer like Abel from your heart. Like Abraham, the best. Not like in the book of Malachi, the leftovers or... Even God is saying, should I accept it from your hand? is a question for you and me. Should I accept what you're offering to me if it's not your best? It's interesting. Now we move to the, today's psalm and gospel. Let's go to Psalm 96. Give to the Lord, O families of peoples. Give to the Lord glory and strength. Give to the Lord glory to His name. Bring an offering. And come into his courts. What offering is that? Bring an offering and come into his courts. Bring and give to the Lord his glory that is due to his name. What offering do we do throughout the whole liturgy? And we even say it. There's an offering that you give during liturgy, and some of you don't give it, to be honest, but some of you give it. What's the offering in the liturgy that some of us give and some of us don't give? It's praise. Sacrifice of praise. If we say in liturgy. It's an offering. So, what I'm saying to you is that, guys, there's something we can offer during liturgy today. If you're standing there like this in liturgy, there's not offering. That's the offering of giving the lame and the sick. No, no, offering is God. I give you my heart. I give you my praise. I give you my strength. I give you all my energy. We don't come on Sunday to be tired. We come on Sunday to give God the best. This is the best. Everyone stands and gives God the best. That is the offering. Okay, if you're not happy with the, with the psalm open up your Bibles to one verse, today's Gospel, in John 6, 9. Everyone open together, please. John chapter 6, even the young kids, children, I think you can open up too. John chapter 6, verse 9, and youth also. Children and youth, John chapter 6, verse 9. It's everybody. That's not a, this is not an adult thing. Sermon is for everyone. Bibles for everyone. John chapter 6, verse 9. You know why this is important for the children? Because this verse is about the children. John 6 verse 9 says, There is a lad. What's a lad? It's a little boy. There's a little boy here who has five barley loaves and two small fish. But what are they among so many? The disciples, the adults, said, this boy here, he has five and two fish. It's not enough for anything. Sorry, we can't help anybody out. And Jesus said, what? Let this boy come over here. Let this boy come here. This offering, he offered the little he had, that's what I'm saying, guys. God is like, we think that God wants a lot. No, God just wants our little from our heart. The, the widow with two coins gave it, but from her heart. Guys, an offering we have to give today is just give whatever you can. Don't, you know, and don't say, I can't, I have nothing. No, give whatever you can. And God will take it from there. Wow. I think, guys, to be honest with you, there's a temptation we all have. We think we have nothing to offer. God, I have nothing to offer. What can I offer? I have nothing. And it's not just about money, by the way. Money is the smallest thing. It can be about money. It can be about the worship, like we said. It can be. You know what's something else? That's something that that people are afraid to offer. And I I noticed that in in our church. And this is something that I noticed we're afraid to take our time, offer our time, to go do a service. I noticed that it's a little bit of a, ah, I have to get up early in the morning. Or oh, I have to go a few days on that trip, mission, mission trip, or I have to go and my Saturday has to be, no, my Saturday's precious. Guys, like all that, I'm just being honest, you're, you're, you're my family. It's just offer what you can, but offer from your heart. But we can't say that it, I have nothing to offer. We can't say that. You can't say those words, I have nothing. Just offer little and God will make it much. You know the words that I hear a lot. And maybe you say them a lot. And sometimes I say them. This is These two words I hear a lot. I can't. I can't. But I think the real thing that it should follow be followed by is two other words. If you say, I can't, I have nothing to offer, you should say one more thing. He can. I can't, but he can. Guys, there's a balance with God. Don't ever say, you can't have. You don't have anything to offer. I can't, I don't have, but wait a minute. I know he can, and I know he will, and I know he will work in it. And this little boy had nothing. Let's be honest. To feed 15,000 people with five bread and two fish is, is ridiculous. The disciples had the right to say, hey, God, hey, Jesus, this is not going to work. They said, we can't. And God says, bring it to me. So look, guys, I want you to offer praise in literature. I want you to offer money because I know we have a a stronghold on us. Not because anyone needs it, because it should be, like, I offer to you. Yes, your time of service. No, I'm busy with work and family. Okay, just offer a little. Offer a little, but from your heart that's that's really it and if you look at the gospel today when they offered you know what jesus jesus is really funny look at john 6 3 13 look at john 6 13 jesus is a comedian jesus is funny more than you can believe the disciples said we don't have enough you know what jesus did at the end of everything after they fed everybody what did jesus do at the end when they fed everybody john 6 13 jesus is so so amazing Therefore, they gathered them up, leftovers, leftovers, what about leftovers, and filled twelve baskets with the fragments of five barley loaves which were left over by those who had eaten. Why twelve baskets? This is where Jesus gets funny. Why twelve baskets? The disciples said, there's no way. They want a boy. They said, yeah, I have something. And then Jesus said, oh, by the way, we're going to feed 15,000 people plus, and I'm going to give each one of your disciples leftover big basket for each one of you Jesus did that on purpose only Jesus can do stuff like that he's trying to say just offer me what you can and I'm going to show you abundance give me what little you have don't ever say I don't have time please don't ever say I don't have time we all have time we just use it in our own ways even the little time the little money, the little energy, the little praise God will use it and give you abundance and he did it to them just to show you how you didn't offer by the way the boy offered and I'm giving you the leftovers we should give the boy the leftovers (laughs) but the boy offered and I'm giving you the leftovers just to show you how it's done now offering there's a key if offering is not done out of love it doesn't count I know that stinks if offering is not done out of love it doesn't count. Example, parents and the kids, listen up. When your parents tell you, kids, go clean your room, what do you usually do? What do you usually do? Do you say, hey, yeah, of course. I can't wait. What do we usually do, kids, when someone says clean your room or clean the dishes or take out the trash? Husbands, when you say take out the trash to your husband, what do the husbands usually do or the kids usually do? It's ah. Okay, fine. And after you're done doing it, guess what you say? Didn't I clean my room? What else do you want? Didn't I do that? Now, I can tell you right now, that offering is not accepted. <laughs> that offering is not accepted. Because it's clear in the Bible, when you, if you do something, if you offer whatever service it is in your home, if you don't do it out of love, it doesn't count. I'll tell you why. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7. 2 Corinthians 9, 7 says it clearly. 2 Corinthians 9, 7, if you want that reference. says this. Let each one give... As he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly. Not what? Not grudgingly. That means ah not grudgingly. Or of necessity. I have to do it. I have to clean my room. I have to do the dish. I have to take out the trash. I have to sweep. I have to. No, no, no. God says, don't do it grudgingly or of necessity. For God loves a cheerful. cheerful so kids. Youth, next time you do something in your home. Husbands, next time you do something, smile, smile as big as you can and enjoy it. But not just from the outside, but in the inside. Do it out of love. Offering should be done. Abel's offering was from the heart. Abraham offered his best. The widow offered uh, whatever she... The boy offered five bread and two fish. Out of love. Out of love. Out of love. There was a a mother who was trying to teach her daughter giving and they were going to church that day. So the mother had an idea, I'm going to give my child a quarter and a dollar bill, a quarter and a dollar bill. The mother said to the daughter, give which one that you want to. Okay. So the little girl, just imagine a little girl has a quarter and a dollar. Okay. So the girl is saying, and the mom is saying, "Give whichever we give whatever one to God that you want—the quarter or the dollar." So she's going back and forth to give the quarter, but if I give the quarter, the dollar, I want to keep the dollar. At the end, the the preacher said before they were passing around the plate, they passed around the you know the offering plate. The preacher said, "Make sure God loves a cheerful giver." So the girl heard that, and which one do you think she offered? Which one do you think she offered? The quarter or the dollar? Huh? She offered the quarter. Why? And her mom asked her later, which one did you offer? The quarter or the dollar? She said, I wanted to give the dollar, but the preacher said, I have to be cheerful. And I, I knew if I gave that dollar, I wouldn't be cheerful. So, I'm, <laughs> so she said, I gave the quarter. And her mom said, okay, okay. So, and I think that's really it. Like, look, God wants, I think that's an acceptable offering. Because she, she offered, she offered from her heart. She offered from her heart. You know, St. Paul has a way of talking about offering. And you don't have to turn to this in the Bible, but I want you to hear this, the way St. Paul talks about it. He's talking to the people, the Macedonians. And the Macedonians, in the book of Corinthians, offered something Really amazing. Listen to this. We want, this is from 2 Corinthians 8, if you ever want to know. We want you to know, brothers, about the grace of God that has been given among the churches of Macedonia. St. Paul is talking about the churches of Macedonia. For in a severe test of affliction, their abundance of joy and their extreme poverty have overflowed in a wealth of generosity on their part. So far, let me explain to you. They have an extreme poverty, but an overflow of generosity. Their extreme, Macedonians were extreme poverty, overflow of generosity. For they gave according to their means, as I can testify. Listen to this. And beyond their means, beyond their means, of their own accord. Let me just explain. St. Paul is saying something really nice that we as a church need to learn give according to your means, but sometimes give beyond your means. Why? Why does God want to punish us? Wait a minute. I've always learned I have this much, and I can offer a, some part of it. A tie, the tenth, or whatever. Okay. The Macedonians were in extreme poverty, but overflow of generosity. They gave according to their means, but I can testify beyond their means. It stretches our faith, doesn't it? You don't have time. Offer time for service. I don't have time. I'm busy. I can't go on that trip. I can't do that service. I can't offer that money. I don't have time. I'm busy. And some of us don't even want to. But I think today, God is telling us, offer a little from your heart. And some of us might need to hear a different story. Give offer beyond what you think you can. And see how God stretches that. Mother Teresa said something nice. A sacrifice to be real must cost, must hurt, and must empty ourselves. Let me say that again. An offering or a sacrifice that's real must cost, must hurt, and must empty ourselves. That's beyond our means. What I'm telling you is what I'm telling myself. I want to give God my best. I don't want to give Him my leftovers. Leftover pizza is okay, but not leftover offering. Give god your best now it could be small or from the heart sometimes it might be beyond your means but offer there's something we say in liturgy i'm almost done there's something actually we say in liturgy listen to this right before the holy spirit comes it's called epiclesis right before that listen to what we say in liturgy we offer you we want we offer unto you your gifts from what is yours for everything concerning everything and in everything did you guys understand what that is we offer you your gifts why is that strange we offer you god your gifts what does anybody did anybody catch it what are you offering what belongs to who god not you not me isn't that crazy the liturgy explains it we offer you what is yours it's not ours so when you give guys i got i gave i gave but it's his We have two core values in STSA Church. And they all those two values are the giving of your talents and gifts and giving a, an offering. It's who we stand for in the church. It's who Christ is. He offered himself. So the question back to you and me is what do you think God wants you to offer? Maybe it's money because we hold on to money so tightly. Maybe it is your time. Maybe it is coming early to church at 7.30 with our beautiful volunteers who come. And it's the same volunteers every Sunday. The same ones. Maybe somebody else has got to come at 7.30 and offer. I can't. That morning, a Sunday morning is my only time. Offer beyond. I'm not telling you to come every Sunday. But offer. Do you think that God won't take the five loaves and two fish and make it to feed so many? I'm telling you, when we offer, we offer from our heart but God gives you way more than you offered God gives me way more than we offer some people always ask me Abuna how did you go to Zambia for 14 years I told them I just offered a little and God gave me way more you've heard me give thousands of sermons about Zambia it's because you know why I'm giving those sermons because I want to tell you I, people said oh, I feel bad for you and you went and you stayed that long I said don't feel bad for me I offered something God gave me way more and that's the same for you guys the same for all of us I think God is asking you today, what will you offer? Will there be a praise today? Or it will be a silent church today? Are we gonna offer a praise from our heart or is it gonna be a silent liturgy today? I don't know. Is it gonna be a small service that's coming up? So, oh, there's community service, I'm gonna sign up. There's a mission trip? No, 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 I don't know, sign up. Why? It's our offering, but I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you. Wait and see what God will do with your little offering. And that offering is His anyway. And that's what we're learning today. It's who we are as Christians. It's who we are in this church. Let's pray the rest of liturgy. But out of your heart, out of love, don't do it grudgingly. Don't do any offering because I told you today. Don't do anything because I told you. Do because you love God and you want to offer him his best. And I promise you, what you see in return will be even much more. Let's pray for that and give God our offering. Give God our best. Glory be to God forever. Amen.